When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The best player in basketball is quite simply Nikola Jokic. It's so clear now, more so than ever before. And this is a guy who's won two MVPs, and we saw why for the most of the season he was the favorite to win the third. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Is it just as simple as that, Canty? Because I, I look at him, I think he's the best passer in the game right now, period. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty damn good when yeah. it comes to facilitating offenses. And usually you don't see a big being the focal point of the offense in the way that he is. He touches the ball on every single offensive possession, it seems like. And that's the contrast from what we saw from the guy that won the actual MVP this year in Joel Embiid. Think about the stretches of games in clutch time where JoJo, forget about not even getting a shot, he wouldn't even get a touch. It's a completely different style of play that the Nuggets are bringing to the party, and it's because of the skill set of Nikola Jokic that allows them to do that. I have always felt like the MVP should be a complete season award, including the postseason in that. And if that was the case, uh, Embiid would not have won the award this year. I'm not saying he was wrong to uh, win it for the regular season. He yep. deserved it. But um, I, I, I think it should be an overall thing because I've always been a purist when it comes to this of – most important to his team's success mm-hmm. doesn't mean the playoffs has to be everything. However, having said that, I mean, it's, it is amazing when you're throwing around names like Bird, when you're throwing around similar names like that as far as Magic uh, that we had earlier with Bruce Bowen for the size, for being able to do everything he does. And just think about the fact that the guy is 6'10", and during the game last night we're talking about him not bringing the ball up the court, and that takes them out of the flow of their offense. That's who that player is. He's so good that not only does he uh, score, rebound, distribute, bring the ball up the court too. Yeah, he's, he's a singular talent. There's nobody in the NBA that's like him. Now, is he the best player in the world? It's starting to feel a lot like he is. I think he has to finish the drill. He has to get this team to the NBA Finals before we're willing to give him that crown. Until then... We're going to be looking at Giannis. We're going to be looking at guys like Jay. Like, we're going to be looking at other players. Really, really just Giannis. I think that's the guy right now yeah. until Jokic actually gets his team to the finals and wins it. But he's right there. He's right there. This guy is scary good. I still think if you're talking about starting a team, he's on down the line. A lot of people aren't going to use him with the first pick off the board. But I think people should start considering that that should be the case just because – of how good he is. It looks a lot different than we're used to because he's not off the charts athletic, and this is a league that overwhelmingly values athleticism now and versatility. But based on what Jokic can do offensively and how he can control the game, I I think that is where the true value of what he brings to the table lies. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. On this, should the Lakers 
feel confident heading into game two. We'll get to some calls this segment at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And if you want to chime in on Jokic and if he is the best player in the game right now. Here's the thing that makes me makes it hard for me to give him that crown. I, I just I look at Jokic as a one-way player. I mean, he's not awful defensively, but he ain't impacting the game defensively. He's a great rebounder, and I'll give him credit for that. But when it comes to being a force on the defensive end, he's not bringing it like we see from Giannis. He's not bringing it like we've seen from AD. He's not bringing it like we've seen from Joel Embiid. Like, those guys are presence when it comes to the defensive end of the court for their team. That's not what Jokic does. But that's not how the Denver Nuggets win games. They win games by being able to control the flow of the game, and that's what Jokic does as well as anybody in the the NBA. We're typically used to seeing guards do that. We don't see centers do that. No. And that's what makes him so special. He does. The thing about it, though, I agree on the defensive end. Okay? The – What I would point to, though, is it's not just he's an offensive player and that's it. It's all the different things that he affects offensively. It's it's the effect that he has on everybody else on his team. There are great offensive players that simply by their presence open up opportunities for other guys. Yeah. They don't create them. Like this guy... I heard somebody say it the other day during the game or during one of the games, and I can't remember who. I want to credit them. But it's like a quarterback throwing guys open. Like Jokic, with some of his passes, almost passes some guys to an open shot or to a better shot. Yeah, and he's getting to the guys right in the pocket. So when they're spotting up to shoot, they don't have to have a lot of wasted movement, a lot of wasted time. They can get the shot up while they still have an open window. So I think there's a lot of merit to what you're saying. I guess my only question would be, what's the value on the defensive end of the court in today's game? How much do you value that? How much does that matter? With the rules overwhelmingly skewed toward the offense, how much does being an impactful player on defense actually count? And I think if, if you're somebody that values defense, then you would say that Jokic probably wouldn't be the first pick if you were drafting players on a team. If you don't care about defense and you just want to run up points on the scoreboard, then Jokic is your guy. Here's Jay Will on Jokic's standing right now. The performance by Jokic last night was just special. He's proving to be the best player in basketball. He's still trying to win the crown. I'm not going to give that to him because it's still Steph's until Jokic takes it from the mantle. But it's moving towards that direction. It certainly is. You you said a minute ago that he needs to get to the finals to wear that crown. Does he need to win a championship? Because when we talked about Giannis, that was the thing. Jay's talking about Steph there, the championships that he already has. I I do think that it may not be this year, but if you lose, let's just say, to the Celtics, it better be a seven-game nail-biter. Yeah, but if you lose to the Celtics, then we're talking about Jason Tatum probably wearing a crown. Yeah, yeah. that's, That's my point. So it's like if you get to the finals, yeah, that's great. But if you don't win it, if you're going up against the Miami Heat and you lose, God forbid. Oh, God forbid. But if you go up against the Boston Celtics and you lose, we're looking at Jason Tatum as the best player in the world. I mean, that, that's how yeah. it comes down. So, yeah, I think it's probably the latter. He has to get to the finals. He has to win the finals before we're willing to have that conversation. It is these in, three. In, isn't that what we did with Giannis, though? Yeah. We didn't legitimize Giannis's MVPs until he actually won Correct. a championship. Yep. So that's that, why, why, why are we going to hold Giannis to that, same, to that standard and not do the same for Jokic? We absolutely should. We so, absolutely I mean, well, should. And listen, 
I, I'm not blind. I see what's going on. Like, AD had 40 and 10 last night, and, and it was the quietest 40 and 10 you ever want to see because of how dominant Jokic was. Jokic played bully ball with AD throughout the entire first half. AD had no answers for Jokic. That's why he shook his head after Jokic made that three at the end of the third. He had no answers. And Darvin Ham had to come up with an answer of saying, let me get you out of there because this guy is killing you. You remember that scene from Rocky IV where the oh, guy yeah. was saying, throw the damn towel? Yeah. That's what Darvin Ham did. He threw the damn towel on AD being the primary defender on Jokic because it wasn't working. Not for AD, not for the Lakers' defense. Now, what I will say about Jokic, and I know there's going to be a lot of criticism for him potentially not being as impactful as other guys on the defensive end. The fact that you have a guy that allows your offense to operate with the kind of efficiency that we see from the Nuggets makes it a lot easier for the Nuggets to play defense. It just does because teams can't get into a flow of a game when they're taking the ball out of the basket as opposed to getting out in transition, getting out on the breaks because of bad shots or turnovers. Jokic, in terms of controlling the game, is very similar to what we saw from LeBron in his prime or Magic Johnson in his prime. And I think you have to give him a lot of credit for being able to do that, which is what vaults him up into that conversation for best in the world. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. You can watch Greeny on the ESPN app. Just click on Watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. Let's hit the phones. 888-SAY-ESPN. Roger, up first on ESPN Radio. Roger, what do you got, bud? Hey, guys, thanks. Um... So my take on this is that Jokic doesn't get enough credit because we live in a sports center highlight world. And what he does is Tim Duncan uh, on steroids. It's, it's just fundamentally sound. And so he doesn't get on the highlights and people don't watch it. Listen, I ain't going to say Tim Duncan yet now. Uh, no, I, I ain't going to give him that. No, and I'll push back a little that. bit. Let's be clear about it. Highlight from last night. That spin move down around Anthony Davis in the first half. Woo! Oh, my Woo. goodness. I mean, AD didn't know if he was coming or going. That was a great You're talking play about being Jokic. put in the blender. Woo. Oh, oh, my Woo. God. But, but, but let's, not, let's, let's not anoint him just yet, though. Tim Duncan. No, he's not Tim Duncan Tim yet. Duncan, hey, let's, let's be easy. No, that's now. basketball Yo, royalty. Jokic is a good player. He's yeah. a great player. But he's not a top ten of all-time player, which is where I have Tim Duncan. He's not there yet. I, I totally agree. Yeah. TJ, up next on ESPN Radio. TJ, what do you got? What do you say? Yeah, what's happening? Thanks, guys. I appreciate the to letting me call in. Um, I don't think that Jokic is the greatest right now. Um, I think you guys kind of hit the nail on the head when you said that basically until he wins a championship, it doesn't really legitimize uh, you know his his stature as the greatest. So who um, is the best right now? Uh, Jason Tatum, for sure. Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum hasn't won, won a chip. He hasn't won a chip yet. Yeah, but he's going to this year, though. Well, that's just a fair assumption on your part. I take it you're a Celtics fan. An unfair fan. assumption, yeah. He's a TJ, I take it you're a Celtics fan. Actually, actually I'm, I'm not a Celtics fan at all. I'm, I'm a New Orleans Saints, or a Pelicans fan. I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Alaska. But um, Bless your heart. Yeah, you are misguided. Just, Bless your heart, my friend. above everyone. Yeah, well, I mean, it explains a lot about you being misguided on that yeah. conversation. <laughs> well, Tatum's going to win it this year, though. No, Tatum's – Giannis still has to – if you're going to put it on that scale, yeah. Giannis still has to be that guy. Yeah, you can't put Tatum there yet. You may end up doing that. And look, uh, to me, it's those three: it's Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, and Tatum. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it in my mind. And let's not forget this: I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks had the best regular season record of any team in all of basketball. Yeah. So there's that. Now I get it; they got bounced by the Miami Heat in eight seed. Couple factors there. You're talking about the head coach 
having a death in his family, you know, as the playoffs were getting kicked off and Giannis having a significant back injury in game one and being hobbled the rest of the way. So I, I don't think you got the best version of the Bucks in these playoffs. And we're suffering a little bit from recency bias because we're seeing Nikola Jokic now. But to me, Giannis is still the best player in the world. Now, Jokic has a chance to, to be right there in that same breath if for, he were able to get to the NBA Finals and finish the drill. Andy, quickly on ESPN Radio next. Andy, what's going on? What do you say about Jokic? I say he is one of the best, and he don't get enough credit because he plays in Denver and not Chicago, New York, or L.A., where they, he'd be on commercials in between sections of the game. Well, we just said Giannis is the best player in the world, and he plays in Milwaukee. Yeah. The, I, I, Help if me you're going to point to Denver <laughs> as a problem, listen, the time zone thing. Clearly, people on the East Coast don't see Jokic play nearly as much. They're watching him now. They are watching, They're watching him now. Him now. <laughs> By the way, didn't hate that 8.30 start last night, Eastern time. Man, I, I, didn't hate I, that I, at all. I don't hate that at all. No. Not at all. Oh, that was good for me. Oh, we got to get to Did you stay up last night? Of course I stayed up last night. I, uh, you, of course? Of course. I don't, I don't think we could use of course anymore. Why, why can't we use of course? Because you didn't stay up for all of the it was, playoff games no, no, last no, no, week? No, 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 no. I didn't stay up for one playoff game, a game that I knew the Lakers would lose. That was game five and Golden. I you can't knew make that result. I knew they were going to lose the game. <laughs> Why do I need to stay up if I know they're going to lose the game? They were up 3-1 going into game five and Golden State. I knew it was going to happen because they were going to take care of business in game six. I knew it was going to happen. Who'd you bet on last night, the Nuggets again? No, I actually bet on the Lakers, and, 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 and actually nothing happened because the spread was six. And they lost by six. So. That, that is amazing to me that you can, your level of self-justification in some of these things of not staying up for a playoff game because they knew they were going to lose, and then betting on the other team and making it a can't-he-can't-lose game. Which worked! Yeah, the that, Lakers blew the doors off the Warriors in game six. It was great! Yeah, I mean... It was money well spent! It was an investment in my happiness. There's nothing wrong with having a, a little built-in hedge. I tell you what, it is impressive how you sleep at night. Well, listen, I love the Lakers and I love money. Guaranteeing that I'm <laughs> going to get a win one way or the other doesn't seem like a bad proposition. How can an NFL team hand out the biggest contract in history and still pay other players? We're about to find out. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around 
different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Another big contract about to be doled out. We get answers on it in just moments. Ryan Clark will join us in 30 seconds. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. ESPN NFL analyst Ryan Clark joins us right now. Uh, it's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, RC, before we get into any of the NFL and even some of the NBA stuff, Canty and I were just having a discussion off the air about social media guilt. Do you have people that you follow that you know are paying attention to whether or not you like a post and it will affect how they feel about themselves if you don't like that post? Hell no. <laughs> like I say that, like I got I got some people in my life that like if I just skip over their video of a cat and don't even acknowledge it, like I know it's going to come back to haunt me at some point. No, like the only person, like in truth, the only person you should worry about is your significant other. And you're going to like all of her stuff or his stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, because you like them. No, there may be sometimes you don't like them, but you still love them. And then you understand if you want to sleep well and you don't want to have that discussion all night, you better just like that picture and comment something very nice so the public knows you at least still love them. But other than that, I ain't worried about nobody. I, I certainly don't have any homeboys I'm worried about like that. And if I have any colleague or coworkers that actually care if I like or comment on their stuff, I hope they don't have my have that job anymore. I hope that we never do a show together ever again. RZ, before we get to what happened on the basketball court last night, I want to ask you about what we saw from Commissioner Adam Silver as he publicly acknowledged uh, the John Morant situation, the latest incident with John Morant and the firearm on social media. Now, I heard a bit of what J.J. Redick had to say on first take asking the question of why are we trying to lay down the law on a 23-year-old that didn't break the law? 
What is your response to what you saw from Adam Silver, to what you heard in that J.J. Reddick clip, what he said, and overall the John Moran situation? Well, I got an opportunity. I was on with J.J. yesterday, and I think J.J. and I have similar feelings that I didn't express in the way that J.J. did this morning or I didn't express the way that J.J. did yesterday because we weren't asked the same questions or we weren't, we weren't following um, the same thoughts. I understand that the position that an athlete holds, a famous athlete, a popular athlete, someone like John Morant, is different than what was spoken about this morning on First Take, talking about congressional members that take pictures or Christmas cards with AR-15s or assault rifles along with their kids, and they are congressional members or politicians in Tennessee where we had a mass shooting at a school that took the lives of young people. Um, I get that the NBA is a public or, I mean, a private organization that gets to decide what their rules and regulations are based on what they feel is con- conduct detrimental to the league or to its teams. When I look at what John Morant did, in, in both situations, I agree with J.J. He didn't break any laws. What we've been able to glean from decisions of the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, is that you actually don't have to break a law for them to punish you or reprimand you or for there to be consequences. We know that, right? It's about what the perception is. It's about the effect or the feeling that something creates. The first time, I was one of many that said, okay, Ja has to learn from this. Ja has to grow from this. This was a stupid, immature mistake. Now, when you have a conversation with Adam Silver about not being able to do this, about what this says, about what this portrays to the world, and you shouldn't do it again, then you can't do it again. Doing it again doesn't make it a stupid mistake. Doing it again makes it a bad decision. I have a problem with Ja's decision-making. I have a problem with the arrogance it shows that you know the first time you did this, there was an issue, and you do it again. So I believe that he should be punished. I don't believe it should be a certain amount of games. I think Adam Silver will have to deal with that. The The problem becomes is when we start to juxtapose these things to what is going on in real life, to what is going on with people who we don't feel like have as much influence but actually make laws, but actually have an effect on how the world, on how our country, right, how our country moves forward from all of the gun violence that is going on, which is part of the way that Jaws being perceived. And mm. so uh, I get that they're going to have to make sure that Jaw understands the consequences or Jaw understands the gravity of what he did, but I think that's about the league. It's not about whether it's legal or not, but I do feel the the rhetoric that is now surrounded what John Morant has done has kind of taken a turn to where people want to be on the side of crushing the kid when we have far more influential people who are doing much worse, especially in the gun culture of America. Ryan Clark with us, ESPN NFL analyst, co-host of the Pivot podcast. I don't disagree with anything you're saying right there. I The one thing I would point to, though, with Ja is simply this is the job that you have. As you said, you don't have to do anything illegal to be punished. This is part of the rules. And, and by doing this again, even though he's a young kid, 
He should be smart enough to know that this this is also uh, telling the league you really don't care what they did to you the first time around after you pled about how much you did take it seriously. No, but I, but like that's the part I agree with. Right, yeah. like that's what I said. This goes into decision making and arrogance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I get that, and I get that that is the reason that he should be punished, right? Because this is the job that you chose. Honestly, this is the job that chose him. Chris, Chris knows this. Like you don't play football because you wanted to play football. Mm-hmm. There's a million people that want to play football. There's a million people that want to play basketball. They don't. They weren't given the gifts, or didn't have the work ethic, or didn't have the opportunities, whatever it took, to play at the highest level. And there are even less people who get to where John Moran is, to where Powerade, Nike, the league is pushing you, where you're starting to become the face of the league. And so, I understand that the level of punishment has to match who he is, and the decision that he has made to do something again that we have already talked to you about, or have already punished you and said is wrong. Like I get, I get all of that totally. I think what has happened is an overcorrection by people who felt like it was a stupid mistake by a young kid the first time. And many of us felt that we wanted to back him and support him and make sure that he didn't make this decision going forward. And this overcorrection or in this feeling of betrayal or whatever it is that people that do our job start to take personally. Now people have, 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 have dived on the kid and have started, not the kid, he's a man, have started to treat the man in a way as if he did hurt someone. Mm. Or as if he did do something, or that the intentions of Ja Morant in these two situations were in some way to harm another individual. Because they weren't. And so I think that's why it's starting to be such a, such a nuanced conversation, because it's bringing in all of these other factors that actually have nothing to do with the fact that he's made a bad decision and he's in the league that told him if you make this bad decision again, there are going to be consequences. So as a decision maker, he was arrogant. He was, it was a decision that showed a lack of awareness, a decision that showed a lack of contrition, a decision that showed uh, that he didn't take seriously what happened the first time, and I believe that's what's going to make Adam Silver be very intentional that he takes it seriously this time. R.C., let's lighten it up a little bit before you get out of here. I want to ask you about what we saw on the court last (laughs) night. First half of that game, the Nuggets outscored the Lakers 74-52. Second half, the Lakers outscored the Nuggets 72-60. to We've been asking this question all morning. Which half is more indicative of what we're going to see for the remainder of the series? What we saw in the first half last night or what we saw in the second half? Neither. <laughs> Neither. Right. We won't, we won't see either of those consistently. Okay. Like if you look at the way the Nuggets were running early on in the game, the Lakers not playing efficient offense, LeBron turning the football over, Bruce Brown getting up and down, Nikola Jokic controlling the game from a pace standpoint in the half court. And generally, the Lakers not shooting the ball very well. That's what we saw in the first half and why Denver was able to dominate. Um, You know, you put Achimura on Jokic late. I think that changed help, allowing Anthony Davis to roam. And the Lakers just shot the skin off of the ball. Austin Reeves scoring over 20. LeBron giving you 26. AD giving you 40. I don't think the 
that either half is indicative of what we'll see throughout this this series. But I do think what it showed us is that this is going to be extremely competitive. You know, my question to both of you guys would be this. LeBron goes for almost a triple-double. AD gives you 40. Austin Reeves plays probably to the top of his potential. Rue Achimura comes in, plays great defense. Is that what it's going to take for the Lakers just to be in basketball games with the Denver Nuggets? And you're encouraged by the way the game finishes, but you wonder how much with the minutes that LeBron and AD have already logged in the playoffs, how much they can keep that up against Nikola Jokic, man, who is just showing us in the biggest moments of this season that he's right now the best player in the world. RC, before we let you go, uh, we got about 30 seconds. On the Bengals and Joe Burrow, can they pay him the largest contract in NFL history and still afford to be able to stay a contender by paying some other guys? Yes, they, they, they can pay him and stay a contender because I believe he's that good. I don't believe he's Patrick Mahomes, but I believe he's that tier of quarterback. Um, but you can't pay a man keep everybody. T. Higgins is the one. Jamar Chase has shown you that he's the one. And so what it is is the same way you got T. Higgins at the first pick of the second round, if he leaves, you got to go replace him, right? When Uzama leaves and you bring in Hayden Hurst last year, who is now gone, when those players leave, you got to replace them. And so it's going to take the Bengals continuing to work well in draft and free agency once once Joe Burrow gets that contract. Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst and the Pivot Podcast. If you're not listening, you need to be. Subscribe on all platforms. We appreciate it, RC. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Uh, Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. There are three marquee NBA head coaching jobs open, so what's the best one? So much left. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. The most attractive of the three high-profile NBA jobs that are open in just 30 seconds. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Greg we welcome in ESPN NBA front office insider and former Nets assistant GM Bobby Marks with us right now. He was at the NBA draft lottery in Chicago last night. Bobby, Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, appreciate it. And boy, Peter Holt, I don't think has stopped celebrating yet as the <laughs> as the co-owner of the Spurs after finding out he was getting the number one pick. Oh, you're right. I was nervous and I had nothing to do <laughs> with the lottery last night. I think... I think everyone knew what the stakes were as far as, you know, getting number one and certainly with Victor and how he potentially could change the, not only just the impact on the court, but the valuation of a franchise, the ticket sales, the other, the revenue that's going to likely uh, come in to the Spurs here. And uh, yeah, the Spurs were fortunate to get that number one pick. And I think that's probably the only thing that's guaranteed going into the night of the draft, which is about a month away. And, Everything else is kind of, you know, up, up, up for play here. Bobby, what makes the Spurs a good landing spot for Victor? Well, I mean, I think certainly there's a track record already, right, with Pop as far as international players, whether it be uh, Ginobili, Parker, Boris Diaw, um, having two bigs already with Duncan and Robinson here. I think it's going to be important for them, you know, to kind of bolster up the center position because I think, you know, you could put Victor at the four. Um, that's going to be, you know, a prior. They've got, I mean, they've got so many draft picks. I think they have like 27 first and second round picks in the next seven years. They've got flexibility. They've got young players with Kelvin Johnson and Jeremy Sohan. Important to kind of shore up the point guard position. Trey Jones is a restricted free agent here, but I like the fit. I certainly, and it's like, you know, they're not done, right? They know that they, they have to continue to build out that roster. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider with us. All right, Bobby, one of the other headlines, so to speak, out of the uh, draft lottery last night was that the Blazers ended up with the third overall pick. And I'm just wondering, Dame Lillard has kind of said he's not interested in bringing along younger players. He wants to win now. It's the first kind of indications that we've got that maybe his future was not going to be in Portland for the long term. So how would last night affect, you think, Dame Lillard with the Blazers? I would think it affects a lot. I think certainly when we get closer to the 23rd, or, you know, the, to the draft, that, that pick's going to be in, in play here because after Victor, there's really no player out there that I can say, is, I'm, I'm not comfortable saying is that you could put out there for 30 minutes next year and can have an impact on winning games in, in Portland, you know, whether it be, Alabama's Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, Jonathan Gavoni or Scoot Henderson, which is the point guard, so has a point guard fit with with Lillard here. Um, so I, I think certainly, um, you know, out of uh, you know out of these top picks here, that number three is going to be in play. And what's the value of that? Certainly, what's the value of a three and Anthony Simons, for for example, here? And you're right. I mean, Lillard's been kind of out in the, out in the open. He hasn't asked to be traded, but as said, like you know, we need to start winning games and. 
you know, some of these younger players' timeline is not aligned with, with mine. Bobby, we've seen three coaches lose their jobs in the playoffs, that being Budenholzer, Monty Williams, and now Doc Rivers being the latest yesterday. Of those openings, which one of those jobs is the most attractive? Well, I would, think, I would say, you know, Milwaukee. I mean, certainly with Giannis there. And, you know, I know there's some questions with uh, Brooke Lopez as a free agent, Chris Middleton potentially become a free agent. You do have Drew Holiday still. Um, I think that has appeal. I think for Phoenix, you know, Booker, Durant, but now you've got to figure out the eight and Chris Paul situation. Philadelphia, what happens with James Harden? Um, I think they're all, they have all got some type of appeal, but I think any, any chance you have Giannis on your roster for at least two years, we'll see what happens after that. I think that has to kind of rank up there. Bobby, great stuff. Appreciate a few minutes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. It is game one of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Celtics hosting the Heat presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and Sirius XM Channel 80. I really have thought about over the last day or so how much I really... I'll just be honest. The word would be loathe watching the Miami Heat play basketball. (laughs) Loathe. I loathe it. And now we're going to see it tonight against the Celtics. Mm -hmm. Last year, it was a seven-game series. And I expect it to be the same because they're just going to grind this series down to a halt. Yep. And it's going to drive me. With the series being grinded to a halt, Canty, so will my personal spirit. Will be ground to a halt really? having to watch every single minute of this series. Listen, man, I appreciate what the Miami Heat do. I mean, this is a team that plays up you to their fullest. You appreciate them ruining basketball? They play up to their fullest potential, and they can muck up a game like nobody else's business, but that's their formula for success because they're not going to be able to win games off of sheer talent alone. Like, Coach Bo is a masterful coach when it comes to the X's and O's. And their guys are disciplined. They always give max effort. They always make the hustle plays. They get all of the 50-50 balls. They play smart. They play tough. I appreciate that. Maybe that's the, the, the defensive side of me in football coming out. But I appreciate what they bring to the table. And even though you're talking about the Boston Celtics bringing two all-NBA caliber players to the table, you know that the Miami Heat are going to find a way to make this a long series, six or seven games, just because of how – physical, and mentally tough they are. I get it. I just, uh, I, I, I just, the only thing they I They make find, you earn it. And that's do. what the playoffs are supposed to be all about, right? Right. Making people earn it. These are not an easy wins. We're not treating it like the regular season. There is a clear difference in playoff-style basketball. I don't understand why you don't want to appreciate what the Miami Heat do. Listen, a team that built itself on being effort and playing good defense in the New York Knicks, they couldn't manage the Miami Heat. And that's what the Heat missing Jimmy Butler for a game. Think about that. No, listen, I get it. They beat the Knicks at their own game. That's how good Miami is when it comes to that style of basketball. I I guess in the grand philosophical scheme, I can appreciate them getting the most out of what they have. I just don't enjoy actually watching the process of it. You don't like playoff Jimmy? I, Jimmy Listen, is the playoff, only part playoff of it. Jimmy is fun to watch now, Jimmy man. is he the is only dog. part of it. Jimmy is the only part of it. Well, that's a pretty that, big part. That I would enjoy. That's a pretty big part. But but when Jimmy's not on the floor or when Jimmy's not playing great and he's not lighting it up offensively, it gets a little tougher to watch. Now, having said that, 
Who do you believe shines brighter here in game one, Jimmy or Tatum? I'm going to say neither. I think it ends up being Jalen Brown. Yeah. I think it has to be a Jalen Brown game. But here's the other side of that coin. I don't know that the Celtics have an answer for Bam Adebayo. I don't. I don't. As great as Al Horford is, you know, in spots. He was and, great last series. Yeah, and, 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 and Time Lord being able to play a little more minutes. I think Bam creates a real matchup issue for Coach Missoula in the Boston Celtics. Like, Bam does a lot of things, and he's involved in a lot of the actions on the offensive end. Yeah, he's not Nikola Jokic or, or Joel Embiid. He's not to that effect. But Bam has a huge impact on this team in terms of creating second-chance points, being, you know, a guy that has the ability to step out and shoot if he needs to, but also just being a part of the offense with pick-and-roll and dribble handoffs, all of those things that make the Heat tough to deal with in the half court. So I, I just – I'm curious to see how the Celtics deal with him as much as I am the matchup between Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. I have some uh, wisdom teeth that have to come out that I have been putting off uh, as long as I can. Maybe I'll just do it each game night. I'll get one wisdom tooth pulled out, and that way it'll be more pleasurable for me than watching the Heat play. Okay. Listen, it's just it's not a fun brand. That's all. Playoff Jimmy, be damned. Go Celtics. Did I really just say that? You did say that. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.